0: Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Lomax, and it is a pleasure to be with you today to share with you the power of military and veteran crowdfunding. Kevin Brenner is a real estate investing uh, professional on a journey, and he has been on that journey since 2018. He began by using his VA loan to house hack a quadruplex. After improvements, Kevin was able to raise unit rents more than $500 per month, which enabled him to move on to other and bigger and greater investments. Kevin is the co-host of Active Duty Passive Income podcast and the founder of Operation ATOM, the action takers only mind mastermind. So Kevin, thank you for being with us today. And please start us off by sharing a memorable experience from your formative years that helped you to be who you are today. Hey, thanks, Dr. Allen.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Thanks thanks for the invite to your show. You've had some really, really Awesome and impactful guests, and I'm proud to be able to be in good company, as they say. Yes. So yeah, to answer your question, you know, I, I just have to look back at, at my time in the military, really. Um, you know, I went to went to the University of Miami in Florida and did ROTC down there. And for a while I was training to be a special operator. You know, I was gosh, I was going to the gym three times a day on top of my studies, doing advanced training, you know, all of this stuff. And it turned out that they actually shut down, the Air Force shut down that career field, that option for me right before I graduated, a couple months before I graduated. And they said, oh, you can do this instead. So I went down that road. And, you know, obviously that was a kind of a soul crushing experience. But I went down that road and was thrown into the fire of leadership. Get to the, my first assignment on day one. And they say, all right, you're a second lieutenant. You're in charge of 65 adult human beings. Go. And I had <laughs> No clue what the hell I was doing. Just not an an iota, you know? And um, luckily, you know, you have, uh, for, for the veterans that are listening, you have some strong NCOs, non commissioned officers out there that, you know, grab the officer, the young officer by the, you know, by the ears and say, this is exactly what you need to do. Don't do this, do this. And you learn over time. But getting thrown into that fire, into that crucible really shaped who I am. And and as I progressed in my military career, uh, moved around the country, had no idea I wanted to be in real estate, not a clue. Didn't even, you know, just nothing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, rewind the clock back to uh, about 2017 is when I discovered real estate and how powerful it could be. And it was only because a friend, a friend who uh, I was a captain at the time, and uh, he was a first Lieutenant. So I outranked him, but he was, uh, he had told me uh, over volleyball practice because we played on a team in town. And he said, um, hey man, I just closed on my seventh home. And I was like, what? I was like, dude, I rent. I know I make more money than you. We work at the same base. And I was like, how do you do this? And he threw me Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, he just threw me that book out of his truck. And I'm sure that's been a you know huge moment for everyone. But I read that thing and, you know, <laughs> what seemed like a couple hours that weekend, it was done and my life was just, Changed from then on, just. And uh, first thing I did, I contacted his agent, who was also a West Point graduate, so a veteran. And we got to talking, and he said, Hey, you know, you can buy up to a four unit property with your VA loan. And I was like, Nope. And <laughs> so we started looking at four unit properties, fast forward a couple months. And of course, I'm reading and learning and educating and networking in town this entire time and fully dedicated myself to this venture. Found a great quadplex. Still have that asset; it performs wonderfully. Bought that, and then six months later, closed on another one. Bought that, and I really haven't looked back. Even though uh, after I bought that first quadplex, the military moved me up to the Pentagon in D.C., and that's where I am right now. Not serving anymore, but uh, full time, still living in Washington D.C. And I have a couple of short-term rentals. And of course, I set my sights a little over a year ago on the large commercial assets, and really dug in on. On new ways to raise capital and solutions than the active duty passive income community, which I helped build. So it's been a heck of a ride. And, you know, I, I just feel like with what we've done at ADPI and where we're going, that company just been like a rocket ship, just an absolute rocket ship. But when you put a bunch of veterans and active duty military on the board of a company, it's going to go far. That's what we did.
0: Well, wonderful story and not unlike uh, many people who have gotten into real estate. You know, if if you're not uh, born into wealth, if you're not born into a real estate investment company, you know, why would you know about any of these things? And and most people do not. And that's why they don't take advantage of what real estate investing has to offer. So I really appreciate one of your big drives is to get out there and get the word out to people who don't know about these tremendous opportunities. Well, I mean, just face it, it seems if you don't know about the industry, it seems extraordinarily overwhelming and totally and completely out of reach, which is a total and complete lie. And it is a myth that persists and persists. So I appreciate what you're doing in terms of educating and enlightening other people. Yeah. Uh, So you gave us a tad bit uh, of a backstory in terms of how it is that you got started. And of course, you used the the VA loan and VA process. But I just want to make it clear that That there are other ways that you could start off with absolutely nothing. Uh, FHA mortgages are a wonderful way to do it. And they they operate essentially the same as the VA. Uh, There's a little bit more down payment for FHAs, but not a great deal. And so that is, you can do the same thing that Kevin did if you're not in the military. Well, take us down the road here. (laughs) Using a content machine to build the largest community of military real estate investors, what is that all about?
1: Yeah, that that um, you know that kind of uh, sparks really the conversation about active duty, passive income, and what we've done. And actually, today, believe it or not, is the you know fifth anniversary of the formation of the company. And I haven't been with the company the entire time. You know, I I got put on and about three years ago, and at that time there was a facebook group uh, there was a basic website there was a facebook group and there was an educational course and the facebook group had 1200 maybe 2000 people which is not that's a you know that's a sizable. sizable group that's yes, a sizable group right yeah. mm-hmm. um, and you know the company had been around for a year year and a half something like that there was a podcast as well and the idea behind it was how can we create multiple layers of content to get the word out because the biggest Misnomer, And Dr. Allen, you hit on it earlier was that people just don't know what's out there. And if you don't know what you don't know, especially when you're in the military, when you're, you know, and that's, that's something that for your listeners and viewers who um, maybe, you know, know a veteran or they're not in, or they know people are active duty. The stress of the job is a stress of the job. It's a stressful job, but every job stressful. So, you know, is what it is, right? But the constant moving as a young officer, and it depends whether you're enlisted, your officer, your career field. As a young officer, I was moving every two years. And not just moving like, oh, I'm moving up the block. No, I'm moving <laughs> either out of the country to a new state, new people, new friends, new like the whole, so beyond just the physical move, the anxiety that puts on your social life and all of this other things, like, do you really have time to focus on like collecting assets and doing all those things? No, no, no. And what we realized is that the information, there was so much disinformation out there about what you could do with the VA loan that that was the spark it was like okay we need to create content from professionals from other veterans and other active duty military who are doing this and who have done this to kind of write this ship and get the word out there you know we we found that even loan originators didn't even know what they were talking about real estate agents no clue what they were talking about with the VA loan they were just saying oh you can't do that just because you know whatever or the loan originator would say you can't do that because you know, our guidelines won't let you, but that has nothing to do with what you can actually do. It's just your guidelines, right? So we had to write this ship. And to do that, we started putting out more and more content. And we created an educational company, first and foremost, where we created a ton of free education from VA loan mastery guides to master classes to to the podcast to YouTube videos to all of this stuff, right? And then We started creating masterminds and we called it our action takers only mastermind, which is single family, which I helped develop. And then, you know, the co founders, Tim Kelly and Adam LaBar, they're into multi family. So they created the multi family, the military multi family academy. And, you know, fast forward to now, we've trained personally, trained hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of of folks who have decided that, hey, financial freedom is for me and real estate is the way I'm going to get there. And whether those are the people who are going to make a career out of their military time, 20 years, get the pension get all that stuff great that's awesome or we have students that are like hey I'm getting out in two years and I need you know I need to start collecting assets and, and make this happen and then we have folks that are they full in on real estate and saying like hey how do I get out as quickly as humanly possible because uh, you know I need real estate to be there for me and you know we found that integrating content across Instagram across podcasts across YouTube across everything, The result of that is it's helped us grow from three and a half years ago when we were at a 2,000 member Facebook group to now 55,000 members, all veterans, all vetted, all active duty, all military connected. It's a private group. We don't let everyone else in. You have to have a military connection. And our engagement rating is through the roof, sometimes north of 70, 80% on that. So it's really important when you are building a community and whatever that community is, you have to make sure that the content you're putting out there is educational, entertaining, and relevant. Because if it's not, you're going to start getting people in your community who shouldn't be in your community. And then you might have an audience of 100,000 or 200,000 people but of that audience who, who are actually going to follow you and, and do what you do, it could be a percent of that. You, know, it's a, you really got to focus on, on making sure that the people who are in your circle belong in your circle. You know, That's hats off to uh, Jill Campbell and what she's done with our outreach and the simple, the moderating team that we have. We have three or four military spouses that do all the moderating and they're incredible. I mean, just running this Facebook group, like Clockwork, it's, it's really taken on, it's it's, it's, it's its own full-time job. And we, we have W2 employees now that do that because it is, it's truly incredible. But yeah, that content, it's absolutely critical to building that community. And that's why you know when we talk later about what ADPI Capital is all about, that community is the same thing that's going to spark your future business because they're the ones you're going to go to and ask, okay, what do you want to learn about next? How can I help you? Help me help you. And the thing that we got from most of those folks was, well, I really want to get into real estate investing, but I either don't have enough for a down payment or I'm overseas, I'm deployed, or I'm serving in Europe or Korea or something like that. I can't buy real estate in the US. I'm not there. So up until now, we really didn't have a solution for them. So it's really exciting to be able to listen to your community and then build it out. And now that's coming full circle.
0: We'll be right back after a brief announcement. talker Capital is an investment company designed for professionals to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Remove the anxiety of an uncertain financial future and go to steetalker.com. Get your free one-page 10-step guide to passive real estate investing. Well, you make it sound so easy, but I know that content development is a bear. It's difficult to get sloppy content out there. It is astronomically challenging to get valuable, useful content out there. So kudos to you and uh, your team, and particularly in developing that in the short period of time that you have been able to do that. Well, take us down the road for, uh, to crowdfunding 101. What is it and how does it operate?
1: Yeah, so I'm familiar uh, with, with a lot of syndications and, and how to do that. And I presume that a lot of your guests and listeners as well in the multifamily arena understand how to finance and fund and raise equity and things like that. So without getting too basic and also not too complicated, what we've done is different than what most people do in the space. So the traditional way to raise capital for these deals, you know, these larger multifamily deals or these larger commercial real estate deals is to do the syndication route, which is your regulation D, 506B, 506C. And before I continue, I always got my lawyers always in my ear this is not legal advice. (laughs) This is not tax (laughs) advice. Make sure that you're consulting your legal and tax advisors before doing what I've done because it's different for every person. And I'm going to tell you why. So the traditional way is using your regulation D exemption right? Your 506B, your 506C. Remember your 506B, 30-second recap is you're allowed to raise from up to 35 non-accredited investors. Everyone else has to be accredited, Uh, but you can't market freely. They have to have a pre-existing relationship with you. So that's your limitations, right? Of course, there's other ones, but your 506C, you can market to anyone in the world, blast a Facebook post out there, but guess what? They all have to be accredited investors, which means making two hundred to $300,000, depending on whether they're married or not, or have a net worth of a million dollars, not including the primary residence. Fun fact, the SEC is looking at raising that to $10 million. Wow. So, yeah so that's in review right now. So you know that could obviously be a huge limiting factor on on these capital raises. So crowdfunding, what is it? Well, to a certain extent, it's kind of always been around and to be fair syndications are technically crowdfunding. you're raising capital from a crowd. But in 2018, the uh, the SEC took a good hard look at the laws. The big problem was all of these tech startups were popping up and they wanted to raise capital. You know, just venture capital, you know, any type, any kind of capital. Well, they couldn't get the backing that they needed quick enough. So, what was happening was the startup, the idea was really great and they needed all this tech and they needed all these engineers and they needed all this stuff to build out whatever they were building. And by the time that they would raise capital traditionally, they, you know, the, the company would be bust. So they needed a quicker way to do it. So the SEC uh, took a look at uh, at the comments and what was going on in the business and, and the market, and they changed some rules and some exemptions. And they opened up Regulation A, Regulation A+, and Regulation CF to allow for more what we would call traditional crowdfunding. And that's where in Regulation A, for example, and there's two tiers, Tier 1 and Tier 2, and you can talk to your legal counsel about that, but... In Regulation A, which is what we set up, we're allowed to raise from non-accredited investors. We're allowed to market freely. We're allowed to have minimum investments all the way down to $10 dollars. You know You're not going in the syndication where it's like, "Wow, this is a really great opportunity, and I'm so glad I know this person who brought this syndication to me and I'm not accredited. "Oh man, I need50,000 dollars." You know So that was another massive barrier that was hurting our community, specifically. I'm sure a lot of your listeners communities. So the main difference uh, between the reg A and the reg D is one, the legal fees. It costs about 10 to 15 times, because I've done both, to set up. So you're looking at around 100 to 115,000 in fees just to get your reg A off the ground in legal and transfer agent. And uh, and that does not include using a broker dealer. If you want to use a broker dealer, expect to pay at least one to 3% of your capital raise to to a BD. So that's, you know, obviously a con, right? Of the reggae. But for us, I mean, the pros were just outrageous to be able to provide that solution. And the timing was great too, because we were growing this community and we're able to go and drive them directly to the solution that they've all wanted. So now we've created this extremely low minimum. We have $500 minimum to get into a a fund when this is a commercial real estate fund, right? So think, think of a syndication that had a $500 minimum. Um, zero, <laughs> you know, because you're only in in Reg D's. You're only allowed to raise from a hundred investors if you're a three C one. And I know I'm getting super technical here, but like, yeah, great, you can raise fifty thousand dollars if you had a five hundred dollar minimum and on a hundred investors. Like, that's going to get you nothing. That's why these minimums are so high. But for us, we can raise from if we have a transfer agent effectively unlimited, well, technically, I think it's up to 2,000 investors without a transfer agent. There's some, there's some different rules in there, but a lot. We can raise from a lot of investors and we can raise up to 75 million in the first year. So mm. in one year, you can raise up to $75 million. And Dr. Allen, that's one of the, the rules they changed. So back before, prior to 2017, 2018, that was capped at 5 million, which is why the reg A, so the reg A always existed, but it was just like, well, Okay, cool. It's not. It might work for other companies, but for real estate, five million. Like, I mean, yeah, it might. Is that worth the hundred and twenty thousand? I'm gonna spend. You know, so it was always. You know, it was always out there. It's just these regulations change. You gotta stay on top of them. But um, you know, we're able to to put this low minimum, no fee model out to our community that we've grown over the years, and it's just been an absolute slam dunk. You know, we we launched two weeks ago, and the response has just been like overwhelming. You know, wow. we have hundreds and hundreds of investors who are putting in soft commitments and they're, they're making this happen. I think you know, within the first like week, we were in, you know, about $1.5 million in, in commitments. And the other half of the, the business is really cool too, because remember how I mentioned that ADPI is an education company and we have this military multifamily academy. Well, because of that, we've created this ecosystem of active duty and veteran operators who are actually buying these deals. So now we have this, these teams, these little teams of operators who are going and finding the deals, they're underwriting them to capacity to what we've trained them to do. And then they're bringing them to ADPI Capital and the fund, we're further underwriting them and then we're funding the deal. So it's kind of like all in the family, like all in this, Mm -hmm. this, uh, this ecosystem of the military and veteran community. So uh, it's really, really exciting. We have the deal flow and we're connecting that deal flow with the money. And that is effectively what, you know, the most uh, successful hedge funds do now. Absolutely.
0: Well, I can see why the regulation A, the crowdfunding has worked for you. You didn't just go out and uh, open up a reg a, a crowdfunding operation. You had the database uh, to build that up on. And so I can see why it's been really effective. And I think it's really great that you have opened those doors to everyday people who who don't have perhaps more than $500 uh, to invest at a time, if anything at all. And certainly there's a lot of people in the military who don't have that. So that's that's wonderful that you're doing that for people. Do you have anything else to say in terms of the origin story of the ADPI capital or it, have you pretty well filled us in on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to capital raising and 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 how to get this done and kind of what we what we did here. But I mean, you kind of hit it on the head there with the the community aspect. It can be done with a broker dealer. It certainly can be. So for those listeners out there who may have a community or uh, maybe tied to a certain community and, and want to go down the path of potentially creating this fund, right? Because really what ADPI Capital is, it's a series of special purpose vehicles, right? We've launched Equity Fund One. That's the first fund. And that's dedicated towards large multifamily, your BC multifamily, your mobile home parks, and your self-storage facilities. So we have all of the people finding those deals in our community and they're going to be operating it. And then the fund will be funding those deals. And then of course, that money is coming from the community as well. So you don't have to go down this route to raise capital, but if you are using a reggae and you're looking into how to get over or how to overcome the the potential issues of marketing or only being able to raise from accredited investors, you know it can be done, and you can hire a broker dealer and bring them on, and you know they can pump you with investors and and all of that stuff. They could bring money to deals and all of those things. So, not to say it can't be done, but if you do have that community out there. And you're wondering how the the reg A and that route has really, really been the way to go for us at ADPI Capital. And I mean, we're just excited. We're, uh, you know, we're like I said, we're we're launched, and the SEC's qualifying our documents right now. And uh, oh, that's one other thing I didn't mention. This process is much different than a reg D, in that a reg D is you're pretty much exempt from kind of a lot of the SEC. The Acts, right? The 30s and 40s acts. They have exemptions here, but there's a lot more paperwork. It's effectively, they call the reggae a mini IPO. So it's it's that mini initial public offering. And there is a lot, there, there's just different things that you need to do. So understand that it's a different process than, you know, just getting your $10 or 15000 dollars together and launching your, your 506C. It's just different. So uh, of course, anyone who wants to learn more, they can go to our website at epicapital.com and, and learn all about it.
0: Well, I would think that. I mean, I suppose you could do this as a sole operator, but it sounds to me like you would be much better off joining with the team to uh, go down the reg A investment route there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, the sole operators, you know, you you got other options, right? You can do a joint venture. You can, you know, you can raise capital a, a lot of ways. But when you're talking about a fund, which is going to be diversified into large assets, then. You know, you're know, you either looking at a, a 506C or at this point, I give a reggae
0: tier two, a good hard look. Sounds like excellent, excellent advice. Well, Kevin, it has just been a wonderful delight having you with us today and uh, excellent information you have shared with us. So I appreciate you for being with us today and enlightened investors. Once again, thanks for being with us today. I look forward to seeing you next episode. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Tucker capital working for a world where all creatures great and small flourish abundantly for resources to develop your financial independence connect with us at SteveTalker.com.